Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time to get soapy with our David Georgensen from Inside Soap Magazine. Hello, mister. Hello there. Good morning. How are you this week? I'm good, thank you. I'm sorry I sound very phony today. My, my connection isn't working for some reason, so we're having to do by phone. Oh, listen, don't worry about it. Do you know something? It's better to have you on the phone than not to have you at all, Mr. Georgensen, I have to say. <laughs> have you had a good week? It's been a wonderful week, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For many many different reasons, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that sounds ominous. Well, well, yeah. The the highlight of my of my week was last night. I went out for a chicken burger. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know something? I actually had a wee cheeky uh, kind of Mexican kind of burger last night. Um, Yeah, it was. It was very. It was a kind of taste of the world type thing um so yeah it was gorgeous it was really really gorgeous but i felt a wee bit naughty and dirty afterwards like you know you, you know you've done something you shouldn't yeah i quite enjoyed my burger but i have to say the fries were a bit better they did these kind of large kind of fries with it and it was quite nice i enjoyed that yeah oh no i'm a wee skinny fry girl i like my skinny fries definitely. really oh yes yes oh, yes, no, yes, yes. No, no. No, I, went, I went to a very well-known burger chain very recently I, I make it sound like i eat burgers all the time and i actually don't but i, <laughs> I went to a um, burger chain recently i won't mention who they are but they had the skinniest of fries they were ridiculous they were like matchsticks i couldn't even you, you could get them on your fork. It's ridiculous. See, that sounds like heaven to me. And no. who, who eats chips with a fork? Well, you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> when, you're, when you're out, you know, you don't want to get oil over your fingers and everything else. Oh, I don't care when it comes to chips. Oh, no, I doesn't, it doesn't bother me one bit. I'd stick my face in a nose bag if I had to. Classy to the end. Oh, always, 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 always. Well, listen, let's talk about the soaps this week. And... Uh, Emmerdale, it is really all kicking off there because Lachlan has actually gone to the police and grassed himself up. Yes, he has indeed, yeah. And uh, I don't know what is going through his mind now. I have to say, I think the actor who plays him, I can't quite remember his name offhand, I think, is he working out in a gym? Because he is huge. He's got the broadest shoulders now. I think he must be doing something like that because when he first arrived, he certainly wasn't that big at all. So good luck to him. I mean, he's got more energy than I have to be doing all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so if he ends up going behind bars, he might be able to handle himself because he's got all those muscles going on. But yeah, um, yeah. but Lachlan himself is a really, he's very, very troubled, of course. We all know what happened with him and Leash all those months ago and uh, there's a whole situation with Lawrence and Diane was looking for it you know she wanted justice for Andy and I don't think Andy's going to come back anytime soon to be honest despite all of her efforts I don't think you know anytime we're going to see Andy so I mean I could be completely wrong he might come back on Christmas Day it's a big surprise who knows but I know in real life the actor Calvin Fletcher has just had a baby with his wife so um, yeah I think he's in quite enjoying paternity leave at the moment and he's doing car racing as well I think he's doing that rally car racing or something so he seems to have happy enough doing all that kind of stuff at the moment well actually if you look at how ripped andy was when he left the soap i mean he was just a wee skinny boy when he started as well so maybe it's an age thing in emmerdale you know you're coming of age you suddenly become very very ripped perhaps lachlan is the new andy Maybe he is. Maybe yeah. he is indeed. It'd be really interesting to see. I still can't work Rebecca out. Do you know that? I don't know whose side she's on. I don't know if she's going to crack and end up sort of being loyal to her family or whether she really does want to get to Chrissy or, you know, whether she's going to, you know, do Robert over. I, I just don't understand 
Rebecca that, at all. Yeah, I think that's intentional, isn't it? I don't think we're supposed to realise who she is or what her motivation is or anything else. I think, yeah, I think uh, they seem to be building up to something, don't they? And I always say this at this time of year: is keep an eye on everything that's going on up until Christmas, because all the, the kind of the threads for Christmas big plots in the year and everything else starts to come together around about now and starting to build up into something big. So you never quite know what's going on. They never quite tell you who is going to be the focus of Christmas in the soaps until close to the time. But yeah, if you, the, the clues are there for us to pick up. It's a bit like a murder mystery. <laughs> and there probably would be a murder at some point in a soap on Christmas Day. But uh, it's yeah, it's, I think it's going to be quite a big one in Emmerdale this year. They've really had a really good year. They've been award-winning, of course. And uh, and yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going to be quite a busy Christmas for quite a few people in Emmerdale. It sounds like it. I have to say, um, I'm a little bit annoyed, or a big bit annoyed with Kerry at the moment. Her behaviour is appalling. Um, it's a little bit silly, if I'm honest. Uh, but also, I think, I don't think they're really doing her a, a great service. You know, making her drunk all the time and eating chocolate the way she is. She's diabetic and she did have that sight loss scare. Um, yes, yeah, she did, yeah. You know, was that earlier on in the year? Was it that, the it end was, of last no, year? No, it was earlier this year. Yeah, she temporarily lost her sight and you know that was as a direct result of her not looking after herself and obviously Jill you know you know more than many people you know what it is like to live with this and you know what the consequences of these things are and uh, you know and when it is preventable because you know as we have discussed before in many cases it isn't preventable at all there's nothing you can really do to stop it but when there are options available to you you really should be making taking advantage of them and it yeah Kerry we all love Kerry Kerry's a great character and all the rest but you know it's very difficult to have sympathy for her when she clearly doesn't want to look after herself. And uh, and I know she needs help. I know she's been through a rough time, but she is surrounded by people who want to help her. And she lives in a very small village. And I'm not saying her life is easy, but I think she really needs to stop pushing people away and stop getting drunk and stop eating all that chocolate, you know, and, and actually start focusing on being a good friend to people. You know, she's a mother figure to Amelia and to all the kids. And still love her, and you know she. She. We, I really did think she was learning her lesson after everything you know she did in the past, and and she really doesn't seem to be at all. And I think if Amy ever came back, her daughter Amy ever came back to her, she'd be absolutely furious with her. I think she would too. I have to say, it's. I don't know if we're all supposed to have forgotten that she's diabetic or or not, but I don't think we have. No, I don't think we have. I mean, I think they've been quite. I think they've been quite eager to make sure that you know there is something about Kerry's character that she's, you know, she does need to be aware of. And I've noticed they're going to push something else later on, but they have been quite good about making sure that we do remember that as well in the past. So maybe this is building up to something, just don't know. Now, just quickly with, with Emmerdale now, because I don't really know where this is going, but Frank and Megan went for a very posh lunch the other day and uh, the waiter seemed to recognise Frank. Uh, when Frank Most went out surprised. to the loo, uh, he kind of caught him and said, you know, you are Frank and I know you're not, you know, you're Frank, you're not such and such and you ruined my life. Is this going to be another Christmas storyline, do you think? Is there going to be Possibly, a big explosion? There is something about him, isn't there? There's yes. something really dodgy about his past and we have no idea what it is. And 
what Megan, she really can choose them, can't she? All she wants is a nice, stable life for her and her child, and doesn't seem to be getting it, especially with Frank. And yeah, it's, uh, I think something definitely is building up. And Michael Braid, of course, you know, former dynasty, former Robin Hood, and you know, and he, he's more than capable of doing something really big in that show as well. So let's see what happens. Absolutely. Okay, Coronation Street, and uh, oh, the big storyline with Feelin is really hotting up. Now, I really thought that we were this close, I'm holding my fingers very, very close together, Mm -hmm. um, to his whole kind of plot being revealed. Um, But he managed to swipe around the fact that, um, uh, what's his name, Michael caught him on the phone to... No tennis. Yes. (laughs) You know what, actually, here's a little story for you. Les Dennis obviously joined Coronation Street as Michael Rodwell, but I think it was Jack T. Shepard who plays David Platt was saying that in the green room when they're all you know all lost set, nobody ever calls him anything but Les Dennis, oh, really? and, they refer, <laughs> and they all refer to him on set as Les Dennis. <laughs> Les Dennis is coming. Les Dennis is in this scene. That's brilliant, isn't it? Do you know, I was just thinking this morning. I did not like his character when he I just thought it was all a Dude, bit Les Dennis or Dylan. Les Dennis. And uh, I have to say, he's actually grown on me over the last couple of years. I mean, I don't know if you'd agree, but he has grown on me. But uh, he did catch Phelan talking to his pal, Vinny, um, about sunning themselves in Mexico. Uh, Les Dennis put two and two together and got four. He got it all right. Four ones. Four ones, four ones. Yeah. But then it turns out that um, Phelan tries to get around it by pretending that um, the thing he's been hiding is a proposal to Eileen. And she's accepted. This is awful. Yes, it really is. Eileen is really in for a nasty shock, isn't she, at some point? When I, whenever I make a point of saying you should tune in for something, you really should listen to what I say. And what I'm saying is tune in to tonight's two episodes of Coronation Street. Oh, gosh. Do you know something? I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. I've got a party tonight. <laughs> oh, this is so, this is so, you're such a tease, honestly. When it comes to the soaps, David Jorgensen, now I might have to cancel my party plans. This is awful. Um, Potentially big night in Corrie, I'm just going to say that. All right, okay, okay. Yeah, well, Feeling is supposed to be leaving on Monday to um, lie on a beach in Mexico, so it will be interesting to see what happens. I'm looking forward to that very much. Um, in the meantime, Maria, she's been charged with murder. Um, this is all very silly. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, poor Maria. Hopefully, she might be spending Christmas having a turkey dinner in a cell by this stage. Yeah, poor Maria. She really isn't capable of this, is she? And I think it's very unfair on poor Maria now. Yeah, I do feel very, very sorry for her. And she just needs a little bit of happiness in her life. She's not going to get it. And I'm not entirely sure if she's going to get it with Aidan and Connor either. So uh, I think she really needs to kind of... Hopefully, when this mess is all sorted out, if it ever gets sorted out, but hopefully, fingers crossed, it will be. She needs to kind of walk away from all this and really sort herself out and get some really good friends on her side and get some people supporting her and get herself a nice fella who hasn't already got a girlfriend. Yes, absolutely. Now, the last story that we'll talk about from Corey is uh, the return of Daniel, Ken's long-lost son. I don't think we've ever met, actually, have we? Um, yes. Adam's well, back. No, yes, we have. Um, so, yeah, so, you're about to talk about Adam as well. Sorry, I interrupted you there, Jill. Very sorry. Um, so, yeah, let's just have a quick window. So, Adam Barlow is Ken's um, grandson. He is the, uh, the son of his daughter, Susan, who is Peter's twin sister. 
and they were born many years ago, and uh, I think it's the 60s, and they used to be in the show um, when they were children, then obviously went away, they got sent off to boarding school, and as Victoria Wood once <laughs> very funnily said, she, she said they, they came back to Coronation Street, uh, they, they were off to boarding school in Scotland and came back to Coronation Street without a hint of a Scottish accent. That is true, actually. That's, <laughs> actually, That's what Victoria Wood said, very, very true anyway. So then many years later, they were played by different people, and Susan ended up uh, getting together with Mike Baldwin and they actually ended up getting married. And of course, if you remember, if you've been watching Coronation Street for many years, you'll know that Mike and Ken were, have been at loggerheads ever since Ken, Mike had that affair with Deirdre back in, I think it was 1981, all those years ago. And uh, so, so there was all that history there anyway. So... Uh, Fast forward, Susan actually died and uh, Adam came back to the cobbles for a while to live with his dad, Mike. It didn't really work out. Adam went off again, came back again a few years later, played by Sam Robertson, who is uh, a Scottish actor, um, done quite a few things, went on Big Brother a while ago and uh, uh, did quite well, and, and then went off again. And now the same actor, Sam, is coming back to play Adam. Uh, so Adam is back and obviously he's got all that history with the factory because his dad Mike used to own it and Danny Baldwin who is Mike's other son uh, is, is um, Adam's half-brother who was played by Bradley Walsh the comedian tried to swindle Adam out of his rightful inheritance to that factory so there's all that history there but as far as I know Bradley Walsh isn't going back to Coronation Street so I don't know how they're going to be doing all that yet anyway, meanwhile Daniel Osborne. So Daniel is Ken's son. Ken had a child with Denise Osborne, um, who, who was the hairdresser. Um, I've, we're going back right to the mid-90s now. This is a long time ago. Uh, Denise Osborne had that salon on the street. Ken had the affair with her. They had the child Daniel together. And then at one point, Denise ran off and left the baby with Ken. And then she came back for the child and then ran off herself with the child. Years ago... Ken and Deirdre had a massive row and Ken moved out and ended up staying with Denise and Daniel for a little while. So we did see Daniel again when he was about eight or nine years old, I think it was. And so this is the first time we're now seeing him about as a, a young man. I think he must be around 19, 20 years old now. So, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And I think Daniel especially has got quite an interesting backstory from what I've been told. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next. He certainly does. That's I mean, my I... massive explanation. Sorry, I just realised how long we did on board about that. No, do you know something? That was great, honestly, because you filled me in. You filled in quite a lot of gaps for me, actually, because I'd forgotten about um, Denise having the hairdresser shop and I'd forgotten about her, um, you know, Ken living with Denise again for a wee while. So, yes, of course, Daniel was in it. But uh, is Denise not in uh, Emmerdale now? Is Zach's yeah. wife? Yes, ah, she is yes. indeed. Yeah, yes. this is the thing. She is. Denise Black, who plays her, is now in Emmerdale. Uh, uh, so uh, quite a few people have asked if Denise would be popping up in Coronation Street. I think it would be very strange to have the same person being in, the, in both Coronation Street and Emmerdale, wouldn't it? So that would be hilarious. I've got, yeah, so I've got a feeling we're not going to be seeing Denise anytime soon. I'm just gutted we're not going to be seeing Bradley Walsh. She's my weird crush. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, stranger things have happened, but Bradley seems to be very happy doing uh, his game shows and everything else. So, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yes, I'd quite shall. like to see Bradley Walsh back as well, but I'm not sure what he would be back in Coronation Street for, really. So uh, it must be a very interesting story if he ever came back, but that is just 
my wish list. I quite like the theme bag. Oh, very much so. Okay, last but not least, let's talk EastEnders. And Masood, oh, for goodness sake, is he gone or not? I mean, I was so unemotional at Masood going last night and in a way that, you know, usually when a character leaves, I'm quite sad, but I was like, well, he's left so many times recently. Mm. I don't know if this is for good or not, although they did play the sad kind of EastEnders music into the proper EastEnders music last night when somebody does go for good. So the Julia's theme, yes, exactly, mm. yes. So, uh, yeah, it looks like he has gone this time. Yeah, they don't normally pull out that music for anything other than a massive event. So, yeah, I'd be very surprised if he popped up again. There's no EastEnders tonight because it's children in need. So I think we can assume that that was wrapping up the week for EastEnders and, yeah, we won't be seeing Masood anytime soon. Ah, actually, there was two. Uh, there was Coronation Street up here last night as well. So I'm wondering if we we're only going to get one episode up here tonight. I must check that out. Um, and... While you're on the phone, I shall check that out. But go on, carry on talking to me. All right, okay. <laughs> um, so obviously, Lee is in big trouble. Big, big, big trouble. Um, is he nearly away yet? It looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it's. I don't know what is happening. We know Danny Boy Hatchard, who plays him, is leaving, but I have no idea how they are going to be doing this exit. And as I said last week, I think I said it anyway, he has been seen on set doing some scenes at a church. These are pictures that we saw that were all over the press a couple of weeks ago. So um, as far as we know, he's still in it till the end of the year, at least, if not into the new year. So they won't tell us. This is the thing. Coming up to Christmas, it is really, really difficult to get some concrete information out of them all. So, yeah, so let's see what happens. I don't know how this is going to play out, but I think the only thing we can be sure of is that Whitney is in for some heartache. Absolutely. It definitely looks like it. And uh, it looks like Jay has been accepted back into the fold. It does indeed, yeah. I mean, how long that's going to last for, I do not know. I do feel very sorry for Jay, but Jay obviously really, really struggling to stay on the straight and narrow. And, you know, he's... After everything that happened with that uh, that girlfriend who didn't tell him that she was underage, and he's really, really struggled, and hopefully this is the start of a new chapter for him. But at the same time, he can't really escape from this either. He was convicted and put on the sex offenders register. So, you know, he's going to really, really struggle to, to really make a new life for himself despite having the help of the Mitchells. So hopefully he can manage it because we do feel very very sorry for him indeed but at the same time he's not going to have an easy time I don't think it doesn't sound like it oh the soaps all sound so brilliant I can't wait till next week already honestly this is terrible I'm wishing my my weekend away just well, so I can I have, <laughs> I have just checked the STV listings and it looks like Coronation Street is on at the usual times of 7.30 and 8.30 oh right I wonder why we had an episode last night mind you we only had one episode last Friday, so this might be a wee catch-up. This could be a catch-up, yeah. It could be. Okay, well, that's figured it out for me. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. Now, obviously, your yearbook is out at the moment, isn't it? It is indeed, yes, on the shelves. Great little stocking filler, so get hold of that. And uh, if anybody wants to get the current issue of the magazine, which is brilliant, uh, please do go out and get it now. You can also take a look at the fully accessible website, which is fabulous as well. Uh, have you got the web address? Indeed, I do. It is insidesoap.co.uk. David, you have a great, great week. Uh, I hope you have a more exciting uh, weekend. Well, <laughs> I'm on an Inside Soap mission, actually. So, yes, so Monday and Tuesday, I'm doing something for Inside Soap. So I should be able to tell you all about that next week. Oh, brilliant. I can hardly wait. Well, listen, you have a great weekend and uh, have a great Monday, Tuesday, whatever you're getting up to on uh, Soap Mission. I can hardly wait to find out. And uh, we'll speak to you again next week here on RNIB Connect Radio. 
Take care. Bye-bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.